0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now we're joined from Dublin by Owen Sheen from Off the Ball. Own good morning. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. The Stephen Kenny reign, if it is over, uh, ended with not so much a bang but a whimper.
1: Uh, very much so. I, I think the writing is very much on the wall right now for Stephen Kenny. Tomorrow night's game against New Zealand is likely to be his last game. So. The situation now is that the Republic of Ireland don't have another competitive match after Saturday night uh, until uh, for another 10 months, basically. So it's going to be September next year before they have a competitive game. They've got four friendlies early next year. So that means that the FAI have some time to find a successor. The situation is that we don't know for sure that Stephen Kenny is going to be out of a job but it would be a big surprise for his contract to be extended which means his time is up and it just adds another list on this growing list of important things that the FAI needs to deal with in the short term. The candidates who might replace him are, are the candidates we've been talking about for quite some time now. The, the likes of Lee Carsley, the likes of Roy Keane, the likes of Steve Bruce and Neil Lennon. Uh, the, the the usual suspects as they've become, as you could almost refer to them now as, because they've been talked about for so long. But it's unclear as to who's actually leading the race or who the FAI are been speaking to because it doesn't seem like they've begun to the search at all
0: Yeah and I was listening to Off the Ball where they were talking about the salaries that championship managers can earn about a million a year sterling uh, so if you were thinking okay we can't afford a Premier League type manager we might be able
1: to afford a championship manager we probably can't Probably not at this stage and the financial situation of the FAI doesn't help that. It definitely doesn't help that the uh, FAI is now in a situation where they need to just secure their government funding over these next few weeks with regards to the gender quotas uh, on their board and uh, with regards to just clearing up a couple of the issues in that Jonathan Hill story from Mm -hmm. last week as well. So they have plenty of problems and I think the best solution to the problem would be an up-and-coming manager, a sort of futuristic pick, if you will, to become the Republic of Ireland men's manager. The problem is you need a lot of resources to identify a futuristic pick. You need to have a, a lot of scouting done, and you need to have a good understanding of leagues all across the continent. So,
0: th- th- you know, someone up and coming uh, who has promise for the future, who would love a national team management uh, scalp uh, to, to put on their CV, or else a tired old manager on the way down.
1: I can't put it better than that, Pat. That's pretty much it. They, they are the, the two situations that Ireland football is oh, facing with right now. Um, meantime, Gary Neville, <laughs> he knows
0: how to get Roy Keane um, <laughs> up and running in terms of, he did
1: it last week with Saipan, now it's Jason McAteer. Yeah, I think uh, getting Roy Keane to narrate his red cards and his career was uh, always something that was going to go viral on social media. And if it needed, needed a final push on social media, well, Jason McAteer saw the clip of Roy Keane talking about his famous red card against Sunderland, And when Roy Keane was talking about this red card, he said, myself and and Jason McIntyre wouldn't exactly be mates. Jason McIntyre posted that himself on his own ex account and said, love it. Players shouting their mouths off. Funny you can't shut the clown up now. And no, we weren't teammates because he never showed up. And when he did, he went home please bore off is what Jason McAteer said on social media over the course of the weekend. He was then on Be In the television channel in Qatar and he said uh, I'd rather him come in here now and we say let's just let bygones be bygones and be civil or we can get in a ring for a million pounds each and fight it out. So (laughs) who knows maybe Keane versus McAteer is coming to a boxing ring near you. Yeah. I've been
0: interviewing Jason over the years, ever since the the Three Amigos days in the Jack Charlton era. And he's a scouser and he's very funny. So he he knows exactly what
1: what he's at. And I mean, in fairness, Roy now has become a celeb. Completely, he is uh, a celebrity pundit. I've heard that phrase bandied around about uh, about Roy Keane, and you know this ties us back to the Stephen Kenny story. He is one of the contenders, as I mentioned before, who seems to be in the race to, to take the job. Whether or not he's interested, I'm not sure. I guess you you could make the case as why would he be interested when he has such a well-paid job at Sky Sports and is really good at that job in terms of what they want from him in that role. I guess it's just that competitive instinct that he has. He wants to get back into management at some stage, but could he be bothered with the the hassle of the Republic of Ireland job given there might actually be better paid jobs out there in coaching for him? Um, We had a, a historic shootout, a penalty
0: shootout yesterday.
1: Yeah, Athlone Town winning the Women's FAI Cup for the very first time. They got revenge because last year Shelburne beat them in the final and this year it was Shelburne who they beat in the final. 4-3 on penalties was how it finished. Uh, Athlone Town were 1-0 up in normal time. Then Gemma Quinn, who hadn't been playing football for 10 years before coming back in with Shells this year, she came off the bench to level it up, send the game to extra time. Then Quinn herself actually put Shelburne 2-1 up in extra time. But a late equaliser from Athlone Town brought the game to the penalties it was Gillian Keenan who scored that goal and in penalties it was uh, Jesse Rosman who scored the fifth spot kick for Athlone. Alex Kavanagh had the opportunity to extend the penalty shootout but she hit the crossbar and and that was that. So uh, Noel King uh, in his final game at the helm couldn't get his trophy but it's all about uh, Athlone town now and uh, their manager is Kieran Kilduff who used to play with Shamrock Rovers and and in Europe with Dundalk A, a very promising start to his young coaching career. Now, uh, the
0: Grand Prix in Vegas, we thought it was going to be a boring thing. Verstappen before said he felt like a clown for all the hoopla that was surrounding it. Then we had the the manhole cover coming loose. uh, uh, And and then we had the race of the season, one that I unfortunately missed because I didn't think it'd be worth watching.
1: Yeah, Max Verstappen didn't exactly do you a great service there Pat I'd say a lot of people after seeing his comments said this might not be an overly watchable Grand Prix but as you say race of the season and <laughs> it's been an opportunity for opposition drivers to really stick the boot into Verstappen albeit indirectly like Lewis Hamilton for example uh, in the aftermath of the race said for all those who said it was all about the show Vegas proved them wrong and I think he's very much talking about Max Verstappen there he said it was the race was great it was one of the best races uh, there, there was plenty room for for, for overtaking and I, I think that that's kind of what you want to see. You don't, you don't want to see too much of a too much of a stasis with regards to the standings yeah. in race. But then
0: Verstappen gets the rub of the green again by a safety car and going in quick uh, change of tyres and it was Leclerc's race uh, Leclerc's race to lose and that's what happened. He came second. He took Paris at the last uh, moment but he should have won it.
1: Yeah and I, I think as well when you look at some of the comments after the race I think this is very much here to stay even Christian Horner himself was saying that the, the race was phenomenal and I think whether they like it or not the F1 is here to stay in the United States I think it's just been such a, a success and such a mark their success that they've got multiple races in the United States and across North America at this point so it's going nowhere but actually as it turned out Max Verstappen for once this year was was wrong about something and uh, the race itself was a, was a huge success um
0: we leave it there, Owen. I know you'd love to talk Kerry football and so on, but we're going to leave it there because news is looming. Owen Sheen from Off The Wall, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance.
1: Weekdays at 9am. On Newstalk.